it's about to get better. Yep. A lot better. Trump is coming to the Liberty University, and of course, protesters are too. MTV, this pure trash, we'll share why. Town halls, it's all about booing prayers and God now, apparently. The left, they're out in droves. That's next. Lee Brothers, Virginia Citizens, American Patriots Radio, as the Founding Fathers intended. My name is Scott Lee. I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this rainy Friday afternoon. The rain will be over in the morning, so be careful with your afternoon drive. There's accidents starting to pile up out there, so just take your time. Which you love. Go slow. No, I don't love. And you be careful. got a whole list of them. 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers Live here. You can reach us at Patriots at theleebrothers.com. Patriots at theleebrothers.com. I... Um, I typically love a good debate, and and Richard does too. We grew up in this way. Richard and I grew up debating. The, then the debates got to the point where they were sometimes heated. Um, but you was, got used to losing, so it was everything was good. <laughs> That's right. I got used to uh, losing physical contact from my brother, <laughs> who who realized that if I can't win, I can beat you up. No, uh, you know, but when the debate turns to middle fingers to signs that have vulgarity stuck in congressmen's yards. On a scale of 1 to 10, when you stick your middle finger up, you're showing what level of, exactly. of, of maturity and intelligence you have. By the way, that did happen here in Chesterfield County at the Dave Bratt rally with oh, Senator Lord. Amanda Chase. I, uh, I, I, I'd like to say that I'm shocked at the level of leftist rudeness, crudeness, vulgarity, uh, pure insanity, the ability to debate anything – but uh, I'm not. The left is nothing more than a bunch of fascist bullies who, when you don't get their way, remember, they're the tolerant ones. And when you don't agree with them, they're true hate mongers. That's who they are. Tolerant as long as you agree with them. You know, these, these town halls are for them. You know, I, I just wouldn't have any more town halls. Right. If it's just going to bring out the dumbest among us, the, the, <laughs> the, the, the morons right. among us, to come out and wave their middle finger in the air and, and be rude and disrespectful to these people who are taking their time to do this. I just wouldn't have any more. What are they trying to accomplish? The left is completely out of control at the last town hall. I would love to catch some of these idiots and ask them, what do you hope to, what do you hope to happen? What do you hope to accomplish during this town hall when it's all said and done? What do you, what do you think is going to happen? You know, I would guess, and I would bet, I wish I could be there and talk to some of these these people who are at the Dave Bratt rally. And if you were, 454-1366, 454-1366. But I bet you that the people who were there protesting, the, the from the beginning of the prayer and the Pledge of Allegiance through the entire thing didn't even vote. And the, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to bet they didn't even vote. Or... They're not even constituents in the 7th District. They're probably not. They're probably bust in, paid for by the radical lefties, just to make a probably. point. Probably. I, I, I dare. They won't call. Well, no, they're not. They of course call. not. Now, listen, here they'll is. They'll sit in their car and grit their teeth at us, but they won't call. Listen to what, what would you do if you were told every day that the Republicans are trying to kill you, that the Republicans are taking away your health care. Now, 
a Republican can't, there's not a bill passed. Unless there's a bill that's passed that says you can no longer go to your doctor and there's a Republican standing in front of every door, there's nothing the Republicans can do to keep you from getting health care. Do you realize that? And the thing is, before Obamacare ever came, in, ever came into play, there was nothing anyone could do to stop you from getting health care back then either. Nothing. Nothing. So that's a lie. But you're told this. You were told that the Republicans are killing people. You're told that they're starving the poor. You're told they hate people. In fact, you're convinced that the Republicans are evil. And evil deserves equal evil. So you show up at the town halls. But this is done by on purpose by Democrats all over the country. And essentially producing policies are going to kill people. So I think uh, the old time of civility needs to go until we actually go back to the rules. But right now we're about to kick off 24 million people off health insurance. Under this bill, when the Republicans vote for this bill today, they will be voting to say that women can die on the floor and health care providers do not have to intervene if this bill is passed. It's just appalling. The Republican health care plan is this. Die quickly. That's right. The Republicans want you to die quickly if you get sick. Do you want the Democratic plan or do you want the Republican plan? Remember, the Republican plan, don't get sick. And if you do get sick, die quickly. Well, that's how I want to go. I want to go quickly. <laughs> exactly. I don't want to exactly. live on for months exactly. laying in a bed somewhere. Right. I want to. If the Republicans can know. make sure that I die quickly if I'm really sick, then fine. That's and Nancy Pelosi thinks the doctors in the ER are going to say, get this woman out of the floor. We're trying to get a gurney through. Are we shocked? Women are going to die in the floor of the hospitals. That's are crazy. we shocked that the left goes crazy at town halls? We're told to imp- implement Incivility. Remember the beginning of this? And essentially producing policies are going to kill people. So I think uh, the old time of civility needs to go until we... Oh, it needs to go. Get rid of civility. You know what? They did. Do you know what is happening now? These town halls have become horrid. To give you an example, Tom Garrett, congressman from the 5th District, has his family uh, death threats. His family's got... So is his dog, by the way. One woman had to be removed from his town hall for being repeating uh, disruptions, but there were specific threats directed directly to his wife. Quote, this is how we're going to kill your wife, unquote. See, that person should be arrested. They should be arrested and charged. There is a frenzy at town halls, and it's not good. And I love a good debate. Give me one. I'm willing to prepare to talk to the left. I'm willing to argue why federalism works and what Madison's view of our Constitution is legitimate and real. I'm willing to argue where our rights come from and not from government but from God. I'm willing to talk to you about that. But if you're going to stand there and berate the people around you, give the middle finger to the people around you, put signs in congressmen's yards with cuss words, you aren't worthy of a debate. You don't want one. You belong in a fascist country where governments can institute their beliefs by force on people. That's what you want. They belong in a jail cell. They're just trash. Those are trashy people. They're pure trash. They're ignorant. They are. They're gullible. They'll believe anything that's... They're like wind-up toys. They just wind them up and point them at the person... What kind of person? No mind of their own. They're stupid people. What kind of person flips a middle finger to people around you in the room? An ignorant person. What kind of person puts a sign in in congressmen? um, People who are impressed by someone giving someone the middle finger 
they're impressed by that, they've got a problem too. Congressman Fortenberry from Nebraska took to Twitter yesterday with a picture that was of a sign put in his yards. Traders put party above country. Do the right thing for once, uh, blankhead. This is in front of his family. This is in his yard. These people, you leftists, really are the brown shirts. You really are the, the, the communist bullies. And I'm not the least bit surprised your party has told you that the Republicans are evil. Coming up, now you booed God. Congressman Bratt tried his best to talk to you about where rights come from, and you booed prayer, you booed the President of Allegiance, and you booed where rights come from. You're insane. Your phone calls, 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW. Ten minutes. That's it. Ten minutes and a black Sharpie budget crisis solved. The Lee Brothers, problem solvers on 820 WNTW. It's, it's confusing. These words like republic and all these other words are just too, too big. I They're can't big understand words. them. Big, big words. words. All right, coming up at 4 o'clock, the uh, debate between Tom Perriello and Ralph Northam. Uh, it's, it's a fight for who is going to put bigger government here in the Commonwealth. You know, the home of Jefferson, Madison, and Henry. Yeah, those guys. Uh, that we'll share with you at 4 o'clock. Um, the, the, the unbelievable reaction to the, the left is having to Trump, Republicans, is, is amazing. The story about this angry woman arrested in Tennessee for chasing down a congressman after a town hall in her car. At the University of Tennessee, Wendy Wright was her name, chased down Congressman Kustoff on the highway. Kustoff and the aide eventually pulled into a driveway, and the 35-year-old Wright parked behind them got out of her car and started yelling at the congressman and banging on the car window. Yeah, she's rational. That's the kind of person you want to get out and say, can we have a good debate with you? Let's talk about federalism and, and uh, the issues. What if he rolled the window down like an inch and said, I agree with you? She probably would have just said, okay, and walked yeah, no, down the car no, and drove off. These people are mob mentality. doesn't matter what Brat says. Like you said at the break, he could be reading the menu off of you know Ruby Tuesday or something, and they would still be booing him. Yeah. Today's special is broccoli and cheddar soup. Boo! Dave Bratt tried. He tried at the town hall to talk to these people. He tried to explain to them what a republic is versus a democracy. <laughs> they were like, don't fall for this trickery. Don't fall for smart talk. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't fall for this idea that the Constitution means something. It means whatever we want it to mean. Don't get sucked in by the big words. <laughs> They're not impressive. <laughs> don't be impressed. But Brad tried something else. He thought, surely these people understand where rights come from. Yeah, these town halls are going to get kind of like us giving these terror organizations $900 million. It's not going to do a bit of good. They're just going to right. go off and go, idiots. I mean, these town halls, these people are coming to these town halls. Like Dave Brat doesn't have to do a town hall for these people. He doesn't. You know, and it, he tried, it, and they're idiots. They, should, they show their ignorance. They show their stupidity by being an unruly crowd of trashy people, instead of asking questions and engaging and to want to learn something and maybe right. teach the can teach the the person conducting the town hall something. Maybe, maybe. you're not gonna you're not gonna get anything by, by screaming, screaming and finger. hollering and giving them the finger and right. disrupting the entire thing. They just won't do it anymore because it's a waste of time. Dave Bright asked a you know you boo the 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 prayer you boo the the pledge of allegiance. And I guess you boo 
or I guess you cheer when you're asking if you believe there ought to be a total separation between church and state. Let's see, do we have that? Here's a clip. Do you want a total separation between church and state? Yeah! They're cheering that, but I'm not sure they understand what they're cheering. You want total separation between church or state. Well, there is no separation of church and state. It's There's not no in the Constitutional. Well, it's not in the thing Constitution. is that they are separated. Right. They already are. They're already separated. So what, what, what are you about? cheering? What are you you're cheering for something that already exists? All right. When we come back, I'll tell you what Dave Bratt uh, was trying to argue here about where rights come from. The left wanted nothing of it. 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW. You may try all you want, but it's too hard to argue with common sense. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. The left ought to embrace conservative philosophy because a lot of it gives them the rights to do what they do. I mean, think about where do rights come from? And I, I would ask the left. I mean, they're in Chesterfield. They were at this, this town hall. I can't believe Chesterfield's loaded with this many leftists. But Dave Bratt tried to explain to them, do you know where rights come from? Do you have any idea? They come from God, and he got they got booed for that. They don't. You don't want rights to come from God? Where do you want them to come from? People? People in, in, in positions of power that dispense rights as they feel necessary? We fought an entire revolutionary war over that. The left to boo the prayer, the Pledge of Allegiance, the idea that Brat was trying to educate them where rights come from, they booed it. The people are irrational. That is scary. That's scary because you don't want rights coming from government. Are these people atheists? They're secular humanists. Yes, in a lot of ways they are atheists. But why would they boo that? Dave Bratt goes, your rights come from God, and they got booed. They must have booed Thomas Jefferson. The entire Declaration of Independence was saying God was, or governments were created to protect rights that your creator gave you. And that's got, that gets booed in today's culture. We've come so far, it's frightening where we are today, that, that you can't just have a town hall because of the leftist bullies, Marxist socialists, who are brown shirt fascist bullies. That's who they are. And they think that's the right? They think that's conservatism? Tea Party was, was loud and adamant, but they weren't flipping people off and cussing them out and getting thrown in jail. Oh, they would listen to what they had to say. All right, coming up, our cultural slide was on parade this week. Where? The MTV Awards. Flat, disgusting parade of debris. MTV still on the air? It, it is. All right, <laughs> check us out at 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. Three great videos there, including the Brat Town Hall. 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers takes you there. That's up next, 820 WNTW. Richmond's example of radio as the founding fathers intended. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. Live from 820 WNTW, Chester Studios. My name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend and brother sitting to my left, sometimes my far left, is Richard Lee. That yeah. was fast. That really was fast. I got to get it in cut there. Cut me right you, off. I tried usual. to get in there as quick as I could. Yeah, you cut me off pretty good that time. 454-1366. Uh, Lee Brothers up and running here. Feel free to give us a call. Sarah will screen the call carefully because we cannot have anyone who disagrees with us. Because we might just flip you the middle finger, you know, we might write something nasty on a sign that's, and put that's it in That's how we yard. roll now. That's how we roll. That's, that, how, you, that's how people roll. That's I how mean, debates happen now. Do we go now, to a town hall and, and make such a complete jackass exactly. out of themselves 
by doing that. Don't would, you know how to debate gonna, anyone? People around you are going to think this man is dangerously stupid. And, you know, I'm not going to buck him because he he's, he's got several screws loose. Right, exactly. He might have escaped from an asylum or something. I don't know where anyone who would act like this if we, in if a public we, setting like this. If we came on this program and we talked to people who disagree with us by shouting at them and calling them names and booing them, it doesn't get you anywhere. The great debate is is even uh, more important than than uh, losing it with the middle finger, which you immediately do. You remember Blab TV? Yes. Years ago, I, there was a show that came on Blab TV. It was called, and the struggle continues. That's what it's called. The struggle continues. And it was a guy and a girl. He always wore this army jacket, and they were Cuban sympathizers. And people would call in and say stuff like, "Man, you you guys are are whacked. I don't wh- where do you get this garbage from." You know, Cuba's this, Cuba, and they would literally scream the person down. I mean, the guy would be standing Sounds over like his microphone, screaming at the top of his <laughs> lungs. And as soon as the person hung up, they said, okay, our phone number. I, I mean, they go right back to normal. Our phone number is blah, 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 That's blah, blah. That's perfect. And we're talking about the struggle that continues today in Cuba. Every caller they got, they would scream them down. That's so who that's these people are. That's who these people are. So this left group is continuing with, uh, it's it's not only in town halls, but this weekend, President Trump is coming to the Commonwealth of Virginia. He'll be at Liberty University. And uh, Seven Hills Progressive Society, what a great name of a group, is planning right. to hold a Trump's non-welcoming committee. It's a demonstration they're going to hold outside one of the entrances there at Liberty. So going the other way, if you're going there. You know, Liberty's amazing. Liberty has actually brought in leftist speakers, Tim Kaine, Bernie Sanders. Yet when Liberty brings in someone like Trump, the left can't stand that. They're, they're the most tolerant of all of us. You sure? Joe and Lynchburg, welcome to 820 WNTW with the Lee Brothers. Hey, Lee Brothers. Uh, good to talk to you this afternoon. Uh, yeah, we're on our way up to uh uh, you know, to Lynchburg or over to Lynchburg. And uh, my daughter's graduating, getting her uh, nursing degree. She's already an RN, but uh, From and we're going to spend. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, congratulations. Very nice. Very nice. And we live in Prince George. She does, too. She works at Chippingham uh, in the in the heart unit, the special heart unit there. But uh, anyway, um, she, she just finished her degree. Uh, and so we're headed up. I'm looking forward to it. I hope the rain doesn't, you know, get too bad in the morning, but we're going to the back of our uh, service this afternoon or this evening and looking forward to the president. I'm, I'm sure that there's going to be a ton of people that are supporting of him, you know, those liberties. Well, even uh, if you're not, I mean, yeah. Joe, even if you're not supportive, let's say you don't like Trump, it's a graduation speech. It's That's a great right. big day. It's great for the families and those who have worked hard to get there. And he's the president of the United States. Amen. Uh, I agree. I mean, and I, I'm a big supporter of him. I mean, it's, it's just unbelievable what the press is doing. Joe, we're having a hard time with their connection. And uh, I'm sorry. Okay. We're just well, having a hard time I, hearing you. But I, I Listen, I, I think for them to protest this and, and not recognize that liberty is a uh, – is welcoming to all. Why can't they just accept the fact that the, they're, the president of the United States is coming? But to Joe's point, if protesters show up for my child's graduation, I'm going to have something to say about it. They need, they're going to need to remove the protesters. I don't care if Godzilla's coming to speak. They're going to have to remove the protesters. If it's my child's graduation, I'm not going to let some dirtbag 
trashy people mess up my child's graduation. Listen, we've had plenty of graduations where um, Obama spoke, where other leftist radical socialists, I'm sure Bernie Sanders has spoken at some kind of grad. Are you going to ruin the graduation because you disagree with the speaker? Of course you disagree with the speaker. The speaker's a bonehead if he's a socialist or he's a communist. But you don't protest right there where families are walking by. Nobody did. Right. Nobody Nobody does that except for the left. The group Seven Hills Progressive Society said, quote, it's our goal to send the message that even in Lynchburg, Trump is not going to find a space without dissent. It's a great... Trump's not looking for a space without dissent. He's there to make a speech for graduation. Thank you. He's not there looking for anything from you morons. Exactly. 454-1366. Take the day off, trash people. (laughs) Exactly. All right, so the group went on to say, we stand in opposition to Donald Trump's oppressive policies and diversive rhetoric. What about yours? You don't think you're oppressive and your policies and your divisive rhetoric that you're pure as a wind-driven snow? You get to stand out there and interfere with these families who are graduating from liberty? And then they go on to say, we condemn Liberty University's support of his administration. Okay, well, you can condemn it all you want. They still have a right to give their support to whoever they want to give Whoever to. they want to. You know? Whoever they want to. I mean, look. Just I, like you have the right to be a moron. And so does Trump. And Trump's a right. moron a lot of the times. I mean, the things he says recently here in his tweets are just ridiculous. But that doesn't matter. He's actually speaking in the graduation. You the go, you elected, listen, you enjoy it, you do what you can. You he's know? the elected president of the United States, and you have to you have to tolerate him for four years. He's going to say things that just make our heads pop off. He does every day. Some of the dumbest things I've ever heard come out of a president's mouth spews out of his. He needs to learn to shut up. Who are these people that have time to go do this? That's what I always want to know. Hey, what are you, you just sitting around waiting for the progressive Seven Hills group to give you a call and say, hey. You know, it's curious. Protest. Maybe there's an organization that actually pays them a salary to go around and display, there you know, is. publicly display their stupidity. So um, I'm sure these are the kind of people who watch the MTV Awards this week. What, a, what an absolute trash-filled station and group of people. This, this group is so out of touch with where America is. It's almost frightening. Not only did they recognize uh, the biggest socialists in, in Congress, which we'll talk about in a second, but they gave uh, an attempt to make gender-neutral uh, awards. There's no group that's female group of the year or male. It's just group of the year. They got rid of the whole gender because we can't have genders anymore. Are they doing that so they only have to give out one award instead of one for the women and one for the men? Just one award? However, I think the I think. People the gender be mad at that. Yeah, the the gender guessing to try to get away from that. They did put put focus on something. They got the best kiss award went to a, a gay couple kissing, which was just right in line with you Main know, Street America. You're trying to raise your kids to be moral productive. You get to turn them to awards. When I got here, right? Yeah, and now you're even more. Here's here's the uh, Moonlight Group, which is the perfect name for these people. Call them Moon Bat. The stars of Moonlight accepted the best kiss award. Here's what they said. What's up? <laughs> What's up, yo? What's up? I really have to start with saying thank you to my parents. I have to. I'm sure they're proud. Um, I love you all so much. I'm here. Um, but on a real note, I think it is safe to say um, parents are home watching the weather that channel. it is okay <laughs> for us young performers, especially us minority performers, to step out of the box. Is it okay to step out of the box? What a great speech. I think it I'm is okay step to step out of the box, out Scott. The box and Coming do whatever to your side it takes of the table, big boy. to tell the story uh-huh. and do whatever it takes to make a change. And so this award is, is for that. It's for us artists who are out there who need 
to step out the box to do whatever it takes to get people to wake up. Wake up to what? To what? You ever think America's awoke, awoke to this thing? We are inundated with this lifestyle. Everywhere we go, don't worry, we're awake. All right, your phone calls next as we, we talk about this socialist they honored at MTV. That's coming up. 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW. The Lee Brothers fighting for liberalism. Oh, fighting liberalism. Sorry, guys. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. Pop culture matters. We sh- as conservatives, we ought to care about what goes on in pop culture instead of shake our heads at it. It's a powerful idea factory, and, and we're obviously losing <laughs> uh, evidence MTV. Do you think this, this gay uh, best kiss was given to them because they were truly the best kiss or because it was a gay best kiss? Come on. I think they were making a statement. They were totally making a statement. So it's not about truly a great award for being the best kiss in MTV. It was about the gay lifestyle. It was also about politics in a big way. Maxine Waters came out right after the Best Kiss Award. Here came Maxine Waters. Yeah, okay. I will take this moment to go off script and say, Congresswoman Maxine Waters, thank you. Thank you for your work. Thank you for your voice and how you use it. And thank you for being an extraordinary example for all of us, especially in these times. Communist. Can you say communist? I can. I bet you if you went to these people and said, uh, hey, what did she do? They'd be like crickets. Uh, who, Maxine, what? I don't know. She's just. Well, she's uh, just been great. She's been she, wonderful. She's been phenomenal. She Are screwed you up me? and stepped on her own tongue and, and, right. and let us know that she wants to socialize oil companies. That is why I was amazed at this. Um, do people understand who she really is? Have we really have a millennial, millennials and the, the, the younger culture? Are they really socialists? I mean, why were they cheering this woman? You, she has an incredible history of some crazy remarks. She said about the Tea Party, they can go straight to hell. She talked about how it was outrageous that the Tea Party was waving American flags and that she found it outrageous behavior they were happy they were celebrating they were proud to be americans they were waving their flags and that is an outrageous behavior in this lady's eyes she called the president uh, bush a liar dick cheney the architect of the big lie all the rest of it. but the thing that's amazing to me is when she made this statement about the oil companies we have the clip here's a reminder of what mtv was cheering this week this liberal will be all about socializing. Uh, um, Oops. Would be about. About what? Well, you screwed up. Go ahead. Basically. 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 Taking over. Exactly. And the government running all of your companies. That's socialism. Yes, thank you. Government running all of your companies. And guess how much they want the gas prices to be? Because there are there were people in the Obama White House. This was done. That was done during Obama's. Mm-hmm. years in Washington, there were people in that White House wanted gas, wanted you to pay $7 plus a gallon of gas Maxine, to slow down our wasteful driving. Remind you that the MTV Awards cheered this woman. Doesn't that scare you? That's because you? they're stupid and they don't realize what she stands for. If somebody could sit down and get through their thick heads and get it and show them the truth and actually get them to believe it and retain it, Here's something else that Maxine Waters said just this week about the firing of Comey. This is amazing. 
Understood. So if Hillary Clinton had won the White House, would you have recommended that she fire FBI Director James Comey? Well, let me tell you something. If she had won the White House, I believe that given what he did to her and what he tried to do, she should have fired him. Yes. She should have retaliated. So she should have fired him, but he shouldn't have fired him. This is why I'm confused. She, so is America. She, she should have fired him <laughs> in a retaliatory manner, even though he was simply doing his job. But you retaliate against people who do their job if, it, if their job requires them to kick your teeth out, in a manner of speaking, to investigate you. 454-1366-454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW. Richmond's beacon of truth in the land of the free and the home of the brave. This is the Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. All right, let's uh, check out the Dave Bratt uh, Town Hall. It's at 820theanswer.com. You have to click on the caricature of the Lee Brothers. Our picture is there. We can go up top and find the Lee Brothers. Click on it. It takes you right to the Dave Bratt rally. Also, the toughest job in the world. The toughest job in the world. That video is found there. We'll talk about that at 5 o'clock. And the anti-Trump supporter that completely freaks out. I think this is the woman that was at the Dave Bratt rally, if I'm not mistaken. She is. Com- this is hilarious. I-, I watched this. I laughed the entire time. I could not believe these people exist on the planet. That video and how feelings matter more than facts. Great video discussing why liberalism is working. Because it's not about facts. It's about emotion. It's about how you feel, you see. It's not what you think. It's how you feel. I just feel like that's unfair. And that's how Periello becomes governor. Just like that. Speaking of Periello, the Democrat debate was held this week. We've got clips. We got the questions. We got the comments. We got their answers. It's, you're just going to shake your head. You're going to realize very quickly why. We probably will never have real free markets and free people. 454-1366, 454-1366. It is 4 o'clock in the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW. What movie is that from? No, it is. I know it is. I know. Try to tell me. Wax on, wax off. A black graduation ceremony? Segregation at Harvard? We'll talk about that. New law starting July 1st for driver's ed. It's, you know, we don't always have to have a law. You just don't. The Democrat governor debate. Oh, how fun. We'll cover that next. Virginia citizens and American patriots. Radio, as the founding fathers attended, and the only two-headed talk show in Richmond. My name is Scott Lee. Hi, Major Lee. Thanks for joining us this rainy afternoon. Be careful out there. Accidents are piling up, but it's going to turn out to be a pretty nice weekend after all, especially for Mother's Day. Mother's Day will be sunny skies with a high near 80 degrees. Is that right? Well, fantastic. That is absolutely perfect. And uh, speaking of Mother's Day, coming up at 5, we're going to talk about uh, the most critical and important job in the world and why Mother's Day is no longer allowed in some schools. And you probably have already figured out why. That's pathetic. Because the left is running the country, or countries, that is. 454-1366, or check us out at 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. The Dave Bratt Town Hall meeting was there on video, and uh, the anti-Trump supporter that completely freaked out is there also. And, of course, you can check us out as well. All right, you want to sum up the Democratic debate? The Democratic uh, debate between Ralph Northam 
and Tom Perriello. Now, you uh, get to vote for, for these two guys. I guess if you're a Democrat, you want a Democrat primary and vote coming up in June. But one of them will be the candidate for governor on the Democratic side here in the Commonwealth. They're, they had a race this week as they debated. Who could be the biggest, the biggest uh, tax and spender, the biggest government uh, candidate? As Norm Leahy put it in his article this week, uh, Perriello set himself up as the candidate of higher taxes and bigger government. Exactly, Perriello. But the problem is with Virginia going blue so often, we're in trouble. We're going to be in, Perriello is going to get the nomination, and He'll probably a real be. good chance he's going to be our next governor. Very good chance. So here's a, just an example of what we ran into. I mean, this is a question that was asked during the national presidential election. But this question kind of sums up what happened this week in the Democratic debate. How do you win a national election when the Democrats are offering free health care, a free or subsidized college education, and you're the party that is seemingly offering nothing <laughs> in the way of immediate, tangible benefit? Well, you, I'm sorry, but that was America a long time ago. We, when the Republicans used to offer freedom and liberty as a voting option. Now, who wants that? Freedom and liberty are are an immediate, tangible benefit of putting the right <laughs> person in the governor's mansion and all these promises being made by the other side, and the promises are sure to come, are all bogus. They're, they're all horse dung. It's not going to happen. Uh, well, no. Well, people promise, are going to believe it. Hang on a second. Perry is promising a tax increase. You might get that done. I mean, Obama phone. I mean, people are going to believe it. Well, here's Tom Perriello talking about his plan with your money. Well, as noted, we're the only cam- uh, candidate from either party who has fully funded our proposals. And fully funded, which means, look, I've got a money, lot of big fully, ideas, but yeah. I'm using your money. <laughs> it's fully funding it's like, by, in order to fully fund it, they have to take more money from you. Right. And me, and Scott, and Sarah. They That's, have to take more money from us, so fully funding it means... <laughs> He has a plan to raise taxes to fully fund it. That's what the definition of fully funded. People hear that and they think, wow, he's got a big cash register somewhere. (laughs) He's got boxes of money in the closet. He's found the money to fully fund this. Or worse, it makes him sound like he's smart and nice. Oh, he's figured it out. He's figured it out already. Anyone could figure that out. Well, it's like me saying I don't have a problem that I can't solve with your wallet, Richard. That means, exactly. That, that, well, you do. You well, would have serious wallet. problems Someone funding anything wallet. with my wallet. <laughs> your wallet wouldn't get me very far. But you get my point. <laughs> cheeseburger with my wallet. <laughs> my point's the same. I, um, the, it's so easy for a Democrat to be compassionate and to sound caring with someone else's money. And people don't raise their hands. They're just no. mesmerized. Oh, my, oh my gosh. He's fully yellow. He's amazing. He's like a... Like a magician. He's waved his <laughs> wand and he's fully funding. He's fully funding everything. Oh, All right, he incredible. didn't stop there. We stopped in there, but let us continue. Do we have, we still, okay, hang on. All right, go ahead, Tom. Well, as noted, we're the only cam, uh, candidate from either party who has fully funded our proposals. And it, we have proposed that with a set of specific spending cuts because we need to do that. Wrong. We close a number of tax loopholes that greatly advantage the biggest companies at the expense of small business. Tax increase. And some tax increases for those making over $500,000 a year or more, not because there's something wrong with their success, but because by investing that in, everybody is... It's because we know better. It's not because we're mean, we don't like them. It's just that we know how to spend their money better than they do. Or said another way. They make over five hundred thousand dollars a year, and we're jealous. We're going to take more of that money, and we're they going don't to, need it. We're going to do what we. Yeah, they, what, they why, don't need why do they need all that money? They, they don't need don't. all that money. We need that money exactly. Just like the guy said, you know, that this country's in 
really not in debt. The, the only problem that the country has all the money it needs to pay off all of its debt. The only problem is the government doesn't have it. That's right. You have it. And that's the problem. If you think there's not several Democratic candidates or people in office out there that, that don't sit around at night and wish and, they in had a candlelit room wishing they had a magic <laughs> wand where they could suck every dime <laughs> out of everybody's bank account and pay off the debt, you're wrong. Oh, you're dead wrong. It. If they had the power to do it, you'd hear a big sucking sound. And, and here's the thing. Paralelo makes it sound like it's a good thing. He's painting this picture as, look, it's not because we don't like the wealthy. It's this that, trust me, I can spend it better. If only I could get my hands on it, I can give you things and be benevolent. You know why you people don't, love me. You know why people don't like the wealthy? Because people like Tom Perry. Yeah, exactly. Tell them not to like the Thank wealthy. You. They tell them, don't like these people. They're evil because they're wealthy. They must be evil. They're not giving any of that money to you. So let's <laughs> let's punish these evil people and take it from them. And people are, are fence posts are sitting out there. The bobbleheads are going, yeah, that makes total sense. Now I don't feel bad about hating them. <laughs> not because there's something wrong with their success. Right. But because by investing that in, everybody is going to see growth, including Except those at you. the highest end. I do think it has been an enormous problem in Virginia and around the country that we have seen a tax code that leaves small businesses to try to compete against bigger corporations, two-thirds of which pay no taxes in Virginia whatsoever because they can afford the lawyers and the compliance departments to play by a different set of rules. That's a problem with the tax code. Yes, yeah, that's not not problem. Lawyers don't say, exactly. hey, I'm a lawyer who can get you out of paying any taxes. <laughs> That doesn't exist. It that's doesn't a that's exist. a again. That's a bunch of horse oh, sure dung. Sure it is. But and it it, you think this so guy good. likes small? He doesn't like small businesses. He doesn't like big business. He doesn't like any business. He just wants to tax their brains out. We see growth, and we specifically see growth in the middle class. We've been told by the right for 30 years that when we give huge tax cuts at the high end, a few crumbs will trickle down to the rest of us. The problem with Nobody this is data. That. What you actually see is it does not create growth. It creates consolidation. Well, first Nobody of all, said that, and that's not how it works. That's not how it works. No, no guy on the right, as he says, is going to say, I want a tax cut for billionaires only. Every tax proposal, including Ed Gillespie, is across the board. It's right. for everyone. And why is it that it fair, Tommy? It benefits everybody. Everybody. It's just preposterous at Aubrey level. All right, uh, your phone calls on this, 454-1366. 454-1366. Tom Perillo wants more money. Does he deserve it? And more of the unbelievable questions in this debate dead ahead. Lee Brothers 820, WNTW. The yin and yang of talk radio. The Lee Brothers on 820, WNTW. Tom Perioli. <laughs> Perioli. This is going to be an interesting race. We are in for a governor's race this year that is going to be um, the, quite the display of ideology on both sides. Uh, Tom Perriello is about the biggest leftist that exists. He's in the mold of Barry Sand- uh, Bernie Sanders. He's in the mold of Barack Obama. He'll probably be the nominee. Ralph Northam is right there with him within a few steps. It doesn't make any difference. The contrast is going to be interesting to see how Virginia reacts to this. Because I believe Virginia is kind of a bellwether for the country anyway. Is the country ready to embrace full-fledged socialism? Is that where we are? Is the country ready to say, yes, just take more of my money to give me health care? Yes, take me more of my money to give me pre-K. Take more of my money to ensure that I have paid family leave. Is that really where we are? The answer to that is no, because Trump's in the White House. But 
Well, Virginia went. Look how away these from people us. are acting now. These people are, are are going nuts. They need medication. They need counseling. I mean, yep, never before true. have we had a group of people lose their stinking minds and just become these morons. Well, listen to the the questions at this debate kind of paint that picture. I mean, the questions are all always the same. Here, listen to this one about the minimum wage. It's concerning the minimum wage. It's on the mind of one of your constituents by the name of Jewel from Richmond. She would like to know what you think it should be. It is currently $7.25 in Virginia, Mr. Northam, which is the federal standard. Given the divide in the House of Delegates and the State Senate, is raising the minimum wage here in the Commonwealth even a possibility? Well, not only that, should the government be setting wages? I mean, this is the ultimate question that everyone should ask themselves. Should the government be in business of setting a wage limit? And if they do set a wage, I'm sorry, a wage minimum, do they set a wage maximum? And what's to prevent them from at some point doing that? Be very careful what you wish for here. But do you think the Democrats are going to answer that question that way? Of course not. You want to hear Ralph Northam's answer? Northam loves this question. So does Periello. Northam first. Thank you. Thank you, Jewel. And You're so I... welcome. I love that. Thank you. This is right up a liberal Thank alley. Thank you very much, You Jewel. mean you, you just gave me the softball. You see nobody gets paid enough, and me as king is going to make sure you get paid more. It's just ridiculous. Continue on. We're up on the eastern shore, and I've had a lot of different jobs. Who cares where you grew up? Can we not get to the answer to this question? There's a way to fast forward this thing. Let's see if we can get to the... Uh, of a fishing boat for a little while and a mate. And <laughs> the point that I would make so that's to you the is smell. that I work for less than minimum wage. I learned firsthand there is no way that anybody in this state should or can either support themselves or their families on $7.25 an hour. So what are you suggesting? I mean, of course no one can support a family on that. They need more than one job. Over 90% of the people working for minimum wage are teenagers. Over 90%. With their first job. With their first jobs. Over 90% are teenagers that are still in school, working their first job, trying to make a little spending money for the weekend and put gas in their car. But listen to the premise. Are we going to make all these teenagers wealthy? by? Well, the premise is nobody can raise a family. So what's your point? Of course they can't. I mean, do, what, and there are government the programs in there. If somebody's, if if an adult's making minimum wage, trying to raise a family, there's all kinds of government programs in place right now to help them raise their family. There's all kinds of things out there that they that they can get. Plus, there's a, so the government should summon a set of wage somehow based upon this one compassionate thing that no one can make. A, that the point is irrelevant. Continue on, Ralphie. I was actually the tie-breaking uh, bill was on the floor of the Senate to raise the minimum wage. I support raising our minimum wage. Both Tom and I are on the record for uh, starting the minimum wage at, at $15 an hour. 15. So that is uh, very important to us. Now, how do we get that done in Richmond? We okay, get it okay. done. Here's the point. The, the, we're going to ch- we'll play Periello's answer here for you in just a second, which is even better because he's a bigger leftist. He, he absolutely loves it. The idea that you can just double the minimum wage – just like that in Virginia. You want $15 an hour. What do you tell all the people who are making 15 today, who have worked so hard right. for it? Are they going to increase them? What do you tell the companies that can't afford to pay their employees? They're going to have to cut their workforce in half to do that, and which means that people making $15 an hour are going to have to work twice as hard. The government doesn't need to be So they can business. still sell that cheeseburger for $1.99 instead of $7. I mean, the government should not be 
be in this business. But you know what? I think Richard and I, you and I have lost this. Virginia wants it. The sheep to the slaughter, the socialist among us, the bobbleheads, the uneducated think this is how it should be. And Periello and Ralph Northam are going to run on this and drill it into your heads that they're compassionate and the Lee brothers aren't. Your phone call is next, 454-1366, 454-1366, Lee Brothers 820, WNTW. Truth, justice, and the American way. And that's just Richard. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. I just I just keep coming back to this. You know, if there the, are companies the, out there that pay $15 an hour, $20 an hour, $25 an hour. Go, you know. Go work for them. Go apply for a job with one of those guys. And when you get the job, bust your tail. Be the best employee they have. That's how you get paid more. You don't That's vote for Democrats. That's how you get paid more. You're <laughs> you not going to get Democrats paid. if you don't want to work hard. <laughs> you know, I, I, I know people that have said, I'm not going to work that hard because they don't pay me enough. So they're never going to pay you more unless you work hard. Exactly. In fact, you're putting your job in jeopardy. I, it, it doesn't work that way. The entire premise of this just needs to be refuted. Again, I come back to this a lot. If the government can set a minimum wage, can they ever set a maximum wage? Of course. You should fear that. Tom Perriello, his answer on the minimum wage? When I think about the minimum wage, I don't think about seven twenty-five an hour. I think about $14,000 a year. That's what that is. And the most typical minimum wage worker in Virginia is not a 22-year-old college graduate trying to find themselves. It's a 36-year-old mother of two. No, it's not. And the most typical thing for her to do when she is done with her minimum wage job is to get on a bus to go to her second minimum wage job. And you're going to fix that? I meet with women every week who work over 80 hours a week and make less than $30,000 a year, trying desperately to keep the lights on. Tom, I hate I th- to tell I think you he this, just you made can't that fix up. it. He just made that up. He does not, the entire state is not populated with these ladies, number one. <laughs> There's no way he's meeting with all of these people every week. You know, I'm one of those two. Oh, well, let me meet with you. That's, that's yeah, right, not right. true well, at all. Again, he's got to paint the picture that employers are evil. That they're the bad guys, right. and he's the savior to fairness of this. The employers are evil because they're making all the money. They're putting it in shoe boxes, shoving it under their beds, hiding it in closets, Swiss bank accounts. And he's going to show up and fix it. Yeah, Tom Perriello, I hate to tell you this, but a, a situation where a woman is single with two kids working minimum wage isn't the government's response. It's just not. It's churches, you know, the communities, is, neighborhoods. The government, the government would, it's not the responsibility, but they're going to step in and help that lady. Of course they will. And she, we, it, we have plans for that. It's not raising minimum wage. She, she, she has housing programs, food programs, all kinds of health care programs, everything those kids would need. He, said, he continues. The irony here is when we raise the minimum wage, it's actually a growth strategy. <laughs> and the first industries to grow are those that are most concerned. That, that is the most you know, unbelievable statement. A growth statement. strategy for the teenage population, yeah, because, again. No, they lose jobs. That happens. Well, they lose them, but 90% of them are the ones making minimum wage. You know, we researched this years ago. This has been going on for years. It's this a promise and that these people on the left need to realize it's all hogwash. Complete hogwash. They're just talking it to get elected, and then all right, they'll drop the subject. More of the questions from the debate on charter schools, on immigration, the Democrats. After you hear this, you just got to shake your head. Is it really over? Is freedom no longer the main goal? It isn't. Check us out at 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. Click on the picture of the Lee Brothers. takes you to our page. Great stuff there. It is uh, 4.30 in the capital of the Commonwealth. Lee Brothers 820, WNTW. 
The Lee Brothers. Intelligent, informed conversation with an occasional mispronounced word. 820 on 820 WNTW. It's Friday. Attack of the Avocado. Beware, it's coming your way. It's a crisis. Serious nerve injuries are being reported worldwide as the avocados attack. No, they just can't open them and cut them. And Why didn't the they seat? ever make a toy like a Mr. Avocado Head? Because potatoes have eyes. Dude, Only you know, if you, know you the, shove them in there. No. But potato heads have big okay. plastic eyes. You don't you understand the potato head story? I understand okay. potato right. head. I can explain Are you a potato you. head expert? I'm not, no, not by any means, but I've seen Toy Story, so I'm familiar with the, how I've it works. I've seen Toy Story, too. Yeah, and that's, that's pretty. That's how that's I learned about it. That's a documentary. That's how I learned about, about, the, about the potato. Yeah, yeah, okay. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW. My name is Scott Lee. My co-host, my friend and brother is Richard Lee. Sometimes far left. Is Richard Lee. Uh, 454-1366. Talking about the debate. Call us if there's any brave ones left among you. <laughs> Where'd that come from? That's I don't pretty know. funny. I don't know where it came uh, from. <laughs> the, uh, Tom Perriello and Ralphie Ralph, Ralph Northam. By the way, do you know Tom Perriello stood on a box during this debate? A cardboard box? It was just guy? a box. It was like a lift box because he wanted to be as tall as Ralph Northam. So he put a box out there. He stood on a box in the debate. Well, that would have been funny if it just, thump, he dropped like six or eight He didn't inches. even move during the entire debate. He just stood right on this little box. And you couldn't really see it from the front because the podium hit it. He probably had his foot stuck to it. But from the side, you could you could totally see it. It was it's laughable. You can just probably Google that and pull up Tom Perriello he's, stands he's on a box. short politician syndrome. Well, he's pretty big. You know, he thinks highly of himself. Uh, let, look, listen to this question during the debate. This is the one that, that was very frustrating to me. A great question answered horribly. We received a question from Tina in Fairfax about charter schools. The Virginia House and Senate passed legislation this year to expand charter schools in districts with struggling schools. Now, as we've seen right here in Richmond, while many elected school board members and school district administrators don't like charter schools, <laughs> many parents love them and will actually take part in a lottery to get their child into them. Do you oppose or support the expansion of charter schools? All right, so let's just put this on the record. Parents love them. This is an absolute fact. When charter schools come available, parents get on a waiting list. Now, why would a ridiculous, out-of-control parent not see the, the benefit of a, of a more public school in their neighborhood? I mean, what is wrong with these parents? You know why? Because parents know best. Not Perriello, not Ralph Northam, not Democrats, not any public educate bureaucrat. Parents know best. If you're going to err on any side, you got to err on the side of parents. They know better. So how do you think this is going to be answered? Tom Perriello starts. Remember, the question is, do you support charter schools, which parents love? Whoops. Is this working here? Sorry. Uh, I do not uh, support the expansion of that because of the evidence. I think. Yeah, the evidence is parents like the them. So here's, here's, <laughs> here's the evidence, Tom Perriello. It's not just that parents like them. There's a lot of different layers to this story. Parents like them. Why? Because the kids get a better education. But what happens to the schools around when a charter school opens, starts taking kids out of the other schools? What happens to the other schools? They realize that they, they're going to need to compete with that charter school, and they step it up. All of them step it up. They've tested it in markets where the school systems, for lack of a better term, sucked out loud. They put charter schools in. These other school systems, all of a sudden, they're performing. They, they are 
performing like they never have before. There's so so much good that comes from a charter school coming to town. And it's not a complete uh, private school. I mean, there's still no. there's still a board that runs it. Right. Here is uh, Tom Perio's answer again in more complete fashion. He obviously disagrees with the Lee brothers. Uh, I do not uh, support the expansion of that because of the evidence. I think one of the things I learned in a great public education system was to look at the data, and we haven't seen the improved performance in those areas. You believe what that? What we have seen is that when we actually invest in our public schools and give our teachers the flexibility they need to actually do student-centered design, there is not a school district in the Commonwealth that cannot overperform. We believe we have to move from a K through 12 education system to a P through 14 education system. You believe that? We picked a K through 12 system before because that was the amount of training that was needed to launch someone into a career they could support their families with. In today's economy, not just of globalization, but of automation and consolidation, that's simply not enough. We need a universal pre-K year, and we need at least two years of career and skills training. Okay, there you have it. You begin to see the picture, right? He's He's against charter schools, but he'll take all the other money, make sure you got pre-K and two years of free college. It also sounds like he's kind of saying that we need to get people ready so they can support their families, and we we will launch them into a career. Maybe not something that they dreamed about doing their entire life, but into a career where they can make enough money. You know, ask any kid today, what do you want to be, astronaut, fireman, police officer, army man? They, they know what they want, but it, as they grow older, they're going to decide what career path they want to follow. And they should be they should be able, most people you meet today, you ask them, hey, do you love what you're doing? No, they don't. They really don't. They would rather be doing this, this, or this than what they're doing. So saying. They, want, they want to pick it for you. The, the Democrats hate the idea of parents winning. Of course. Of course. The, the the government knows better how to raise our kids than we do. The parents love charter schools. The evidence is abundant. When parents are offered a choice to send their kids to the school of their choice, they exercise it. Democrats hate that. Remember, parents are in the way. They're in the way of the educrats. Uh, Ralph Northam's answer to charter schools... When you talk about things like charter schools, which on a regional basis may be an option, but we're not there yet. And I'll tell you why, because of the teachers that are still getting paid $7,500 less. Things like vouchers, things that we hear our friends on the other side of the aisle talking about are not good for K through 12 education now. We need to make sure that we fund K through 12 first before we move on to other things like charter schools. The left is so wrong on this. It's just crazy. And this this is the most frustrating thing to me. If you get the left out of the schools, too, they can't indoctrinate the kids. Well, that's a, that's a good point. I mean, then, you then what do you do? I mean, that's, they, you know, that's the other thing. We can't have an army of, of right. left-wingers right. marching across the stage on graduation day. The definition of freedom, and this is why I think school choice is the next big issue for America, and it's a real changing position. Because once parents get control of where their kids go to school, this country will change. And the schools will change. The schools will get better. better. Everything get will. Better. It's just preposterous. They've right, here's proven another. that. Time and time again, they've proven that. So Democrats are on the wrong side of this. Here's an immigration question from the debate between Tom Periello and Ralphie Norlam. Just yesterday, the U.S. Court of Appeals here in Richmond heard the case involving President Donald Trump's travel ban, the revised travel ban, that case certain to end up at the U.S. Supreme Court. And it's safe to assume you both oppose that ban, but you've both talked about your desire to court Donald Trump's voters. 
Many of them are likely to support that travel ban, believing it's necessary to protect ourselves against ter terrorism. What do you say to those people whom you would court? So remember the question. The question is, what do you think about the travel ban? Not about immigration. It's not about immigration. It's about the travel ban. It's about President Trump. Does he have the authority to protect the country from what he perceives are bad people in those countries? Well, here's a question. Are we safer with a travel ban in place? Absolutely. Are we? Are we? We, Absolutely. we are safer. Of course we are. Of course. When we're stopping people coming here who are from terrorist countries, we're safer. Right. Is the Constitution protect people in other countries? In other words, in another country, you've got terrorists who have a specific religion. If we were to say, listen, that religion from that country coming here, we're going to put a hold on that. That is not unconstitutional. That is a lie from the left. Now, let's listen to their answers. Here's uh, Ralphie uh, Northam first. No, let's do Periello first. He's more fun on immigration, if we can find that one. Uh, let's see. Per, uh, was it Periello on immigration? It was, wasn't it? I hear that man bake some good bread. The Periello? Here he Periello is. Bread. The Periello immigrant bread. story is my family's story, and it's America's story, and the Constitution is Virginia's story. Periello James bread. Madison wrote the Constitution. They were very specific about not wanting to allow a religious test. I've okay, two things. First, this isn't about immigration. Number two, this isn't a, a test of religion. It's not. And, and you're not answering the question, Tom. I believe Donald Trump's travel ban twice has violated that with the clear intent of their statements. I was very proud to be at the march yesterday here in Richmond and see people across generations and across faiths come out to put Virginia values in our Constitution ahead of these efforts to demagogue the weak and vulnerable among us. Unbelievable. There's no demagoguing of the weak, weak among us. That sounds like a like a, a movie. Demagogue. It's just Demagogue amazing how he misses this. Vulnerable. It's not about immigration. No, you ask people around. Is it wrong? Is it uh, vindictive? Are you a mean, nasty person to look at the countries that ha harbor terrorism and say we're not going to allow them to come here? No! Just stop with this. We don't want that to happen here. Ralph Northam, what do you think? Well, thank you for that question. And, you know, the United States of America is a country built with immigrants. And Here we go again. I want to tell you about one of my staffers. Okay, he we're not going to let you do that. You, th this is how they start. Yeah. It's about immigrants. We're all immigrants. immigrants. It's Except not about immigrants, immigration. The immigrants that moved here in the beginning that helped build this country didn't come with suitcase bombs. They, they, didn't, <laughs> they didn't come with the intention of flying an airplane into a building. Right. That's exactly right. They didn't. You know, they were here because they wanted a better life for their family, and they wanted freedom from religious persecution. It's not about immigration. This is about protection of our country. Everybody with the right thinking would say, gosh, that might make sense to have a short ban for a while to get our, our mind right. around this. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. The people that are dying, the terrorists that are dying to get into another country, they'll go somewhere else. They will. That's fine. So I'm not waiting around. I'm All, right. Waiting <laughs> All right, your phone calls next. Four I'm a terrorist and I'm impatient. 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 <laughs> WNTW. Boom. The news as it should be. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. There ought to be a law. I hear that all the time. There ought to be a law. And then they run to some House of Delegates or State Senator here in Virginia and go, would you please make a law because we need one? And they go, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Sure, why not? Why that's, not? That's what I think this is all about. I haven't made a law in years since I've been in there. I need <laughs> to make right. something. I need to do something. I need to do something. So. This week in Hampton, Virginia, we celebrated a new law that's coming on the books July 1st. It applies to driver's education programs in public schools. 
which now, by this law, will teach um, you how to interact with police officers. I, you know, I, I think that's something a parent should do. You know, if, if sooner or later, you know, your child's going to drive, and they're going to be interacting with the police officer at some point. Yes, they will. Um, they're going to get stopped for a taillight out, for whatever, doing something stupid. And, and the bottom line is, you you should be teaching your children from birth to respect and honor a police officer. Parents do. No, I did. Some you do. Did. Not all do. Well, of not course not. So, not. so because all don't, we need a law. No. What we need is we need families. We need people to educate their kids and how to drive. And I don't we, see anything wrong with the driver ed instructor saying, look, if you guys are – there's nothing wrong you know, with it. No, I'm when, not saying there's something when, wrong with it. I just don't like it. When you get stopped by a police officer, if you're smart, you're going to show him or her total respect. You're going to be polite. Hands 10 and 2 on the steering yeah, wheel. You're, you're going to do down. exactly what he instructs you to do. Call no wisecracks, no smart remarks, no nothing. He's not there to harm you in any way. He's there to protect you and enforce the laws of the Commonwealth. And if he stops you, he thinks you violated a law, and maybe you have, probably have, if he if he pulls you. No over. question about it. But you need to be polite. Here's the problem: I don't have issue with us teaching kids this in general, but I do kind of have an issue with the General Assembly spending time enforcing this at a state level with a new law that's now forced upon the public schools to teach us in drivers' ed. Well, what does the law say? Teach the kids not to be a moron when a police officer pulls them yes, over, essentially? Yes, it says do not be a moron. You need exact to be words. polite, not be, be respectful to a police officer? <laughs> I don't know. You know, if you're disrespectful <laughs> to a police officer, you know, police officers have the right to determine whether or not Here, to write you a ticket sure for whatever yes, violation you just did. And if you're a complete jackass to him or her, there's a real good chance he's going to give you so, what we refer to as a safe driving okay, certificate so here's the deal. for what you just did. Most of this is common sense. If you never told a kid, ever, yeah. ever, don't you think a kid would know? This guy's in a uniform. He has the ability to take my license. He has the ability to find me out well, of my mind. He's got a carload of teenagers. He may be trying to look cool for his friends by insulting a police then officer. Then that's his fault. And with all of the crap that you see on TV nowadays, how police officers, you know, I, I was sitting in a courtroom. I listened to a young man tell the judge that he ran from the police officer for like 20 minutes. So they put a tax strip down. They were afraid it was going to pop his tires, and he was driving a rental car. Caused two police cars to wreck, but he ran from him because he was afraid the police officer was going to shoot him. That's the other Once problem. he stopped because he is a young black man. That's ridiculous. And he, you know what? He got what he wanted from that judge. Of course he did. He didn't want to be put in jail until the trial. Well, he wanted house arrest. Just and real quick. They gave it to him. They gave it to My, him. I, I know. There's, there's, that's insane. Well, there's no law that can stop insanity. And there's no law that's going to make this perfect. The reason this was instituted is because inside this article, the delegate proposed it said they don't want to be stopped for driving while black. There might be another reason behind this. Just saying. But overall, I don't like that's, a law for just the sake of a law. That's a racist putting the law in place. Driving while black is a racist statement. And it, and, and the police person, officers are not that's, racist. That's, that's a lady from down in Hampton. Hampton. She... Ward. You know make a statement that she's she's racist that's a racist statement right there 
Well, plain and simple. I, I don't if there's a if problem she, with if the, she believes if the that police the officers would, are stopping people because they're black, they need to fire them. That's not happening. And put people it's in place. Happening. No, it's not Sorry, happening. It's not. All right. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW. The Lee Brothers. Virginia citizens. American patriots. On 820 WNTW. So just let me get this straight here. I'm not against teaching kids how to react when they're pulled over from the police. I'm more or less against the government thinking we need a law to, to, to do this. I, I, I think would love this to is, teach them. I'd like that. Oh, I would I'd too. I'd start off by saying, okay, who wants to kick this off? I'm a police officer. I just pulled you over. Let's see how you act. How, right. do, you, how do you react to me? Right. Well, listen, I, I think that stuff done for, since the beginning of time has always been common sense and parents. And all of a sudden, here we are in 2017. We need a law. Can't teach common sense. <laughs> we need a law. You we need a law have. because uh, common sense is dead. We don't know what restrooms to go into anymore either. And um, can't we, teach we, common sense. You, you, you know what did we do before this time? I don't know. All these kids. How did we make it? We made it growing up, getting pulled over by the police without a law stating that it had to be taught in driver's ed. I would. So I, would I have never. I take that back. One time I was disrespectful to a uh, one police officer. I was. I have to admit it. He was an auxiliary officer. And uh, this was back when I was a youngster. A friend of mine was towing my boat to the lake, and I was coming up behind him in my car. And they just changed the law where you didn't have small boat trailers inspected. You didn't have to. I don't know if you have to today or not, but back then you didn't. And he stopped him. I come around a curve, and he's sitting there with him pulled over, and he's writing him a ticket for an expired inspection sticker on the boat trailer. And they had to stop him to see it. But I I pulled up, and I said, uh, Officer, what are you doing? He's I'm writing a ticket inspection stickers out. I said, you don't have to have these little tiny trailers inspected anymore. He said, well, I'm a police officer, and I think I would know. And, and, I, and I said, well, Barney. <laughs> you did not. I did. I said, uh, you're wrong. You're dead wrong. I said, you, got, you have your bullet in your pocket? He said, you better get away from me. I said, yeah, I think I better. So I went back and got him in my oh car. Oh, my gosh. He went over yeah. my car with a fine-tooth comb. Well, my friend towing the boat was livid because he's getting a ticket towing my boat. And I called the sheriff up there Monday, and the sheriff said, tear that ticket up. He said, I apologize. He was an auxiliary officer. You know, Barney. I guess he didn't get the memo. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I said, well, Barney. All right. Uh, come Boy, on. Fire flew out of his ass. Mother's Day. Not allowed in some schools. And the most important and difficult job on the planet. We'll share that with you. 820theanswer.com. 820theanswer.com. Three great videos there, including the most important job on the planet Earth. 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. It is 5 o'clock in the capital, the Commonwealth of Virginia. Lee Brothers 820. WNTW. Yeah. You believe this? A high school suspends a kid for liking a picture online. That's insane. That is insane. Colleges make more demands for blacks. What are we doing? What is going on with Harvard and others? And Mother's Day, rejected in some elementary schools. That's next. Virginia Citizens American Patriots Radio is the Founding Fathers intended. The Lee Brothers 820 WNTW. My name is Scott Lee. Well, hi, I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this rainy Friday afternoon. Be careful driving home on your afternoon commute. All right, let's open the phone lines up here. 454-1366. 454-1366. 
Lee Brothers looked into the toughest job in the world, and we uh, we ran into this this week as we are prepping uh, the title for that we the, have going uh, right now for the um, program. We were talking about the toughest job and and what that would look like. What's the resume? I think putting up with Scott is one. That's the one. second most difficult job. But what would it look like if you're interviewing for the most important job in the world? What would the uh, the employer say to you and ask you? The title that we have going right now is Director of Operations, but it's really kind of so much more than that. Responsibilities and requirements are, are really quite extensive. Uh, first category for the requirements would be mobility. This job requires that you must be able to work standing up most or really all of the time, uh, constantly on your feet, constantly bending over, constantly exerting yourself, a high level of stamina. 135 hours to unlimited hours a week. It's basically 24 hours a day, seven days a week. <laughs> I'm sure you'll have a chance from time to time to maybe just sit down here and there, yeah? Uh, you mean like a break? Yeah. Uh, no, there are no breaks available. Really looking for someone that might have a degree in uh, medicine, in finance, and the culinary arts. You must be able to wear several hats. Associate needs constant attention. Sometimes they have to stay up with an associate throughout the night. Being able to work in a chaotic environment. If you, if you had a life, we'd ask you to sort of give that life up. No vacations. <laughs> in fact, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, and holidays, the workload is going to go up, and we demand that with, with a happy disposition. Also, let's cover the salary. The position is going to pay absolutely nothing. What if I... At least you didn't say you have to be able to fly. Absolutely nothing? Wow. What job could possibly be this critical? He continues... What if I told you there's someone that actually currently uh, holds this position right now? Any guesses? There's millions. Moms. Oh, my God. Millions. Moms are the best. Yeah, there's no pay. They're 24 hours. They're always there. Now I'm thinking about my mom. Yeah, and what are you thinking about her? I'm thinking about all those nights and everything. Thank you so much for everything you do. I know it doesn't seem like I appreciate all of it, but I definitely do. So, Mom, I want to say thank you for everything that you've done. I love you very much. You've been there through thick and thin. My mom is just awesome. She's awesome. You can see the complete video of this at 820theanswer.com. 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Takes you to the most important job in the world, moms. Now, happy Mother's Day from the Lee Brothers, and I Absolutely. hope that you would, uh, would uh, cherish this moment uh, with your mother uh, this weekend in a special way. You know, it's interesting about Mother's Day, how different it is from Father's Day. Don't you feel like that Mother's Day gets a lot more emphasis than Father's Day? <laughs> I mean, not that I complain about it. I don't quite I, honestly. It, should. I don't, it, it should. And it should. There's no question it should. There's no question that it's uh, much more critical than a Father's Day. But f I, I think just from a gender perspective, can we talk about gender? Or is that uh, no longer allowed in America anymore? Um Guys just don't get into these days very much. It could be you could have a father's meal, right? Father's hour, father's ten minutes, yeah, high father's five, let's evening. Go. He gets to control the remote control, right? Have his dinner served to him. But for but that's what you want all the time anyway, right? right. Throwing it out there, throwing it. But out there. but for women <laughs> and for mothers, it's just radically different. You know, you need this day. This is a, in as much as we think as 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 uh, fathers that. You know, kind of every day's Mother's Day. It should be anyway. Um, it's much needed. It's much needed to celebrate mothers on this day. Absolutely. And the shame of it is there's an elementary school that canceled Mother's Day. That's just 
pathetic. That's ridiculous. That is unbelievable. And <laughs> well, gee, you know what why. side of the fence do these people <laughs> exactly. stand on? Exactly. What brings us the most stupid, unbelievable, ridiculous positions in America and elsewhere? It's not conservative philosophy. No conservative comes up with the idea that we need to cancel Mother's Day. Some of the stupid things that used to come up were kind of fun and funny and right. fun to make fun of. But the stuff they're coming up with now, like this, that's not even funny. That's not even... Well, this was a Canadian elementary school that canceled thank, Mother's Day. Thank you, Lord, that it was in Canada and not the United States. Well, I'm sure there's one in the United States somewhere. I just didn't find that article. Based, They canceled it. Why? Why do you think they canceled Mother's Day? Here's what they sent out to the parents last week. Dear parents, as Mother's Day and Father's Day approach, we have met as a primary team to discuss our core values. And that always brings up core values, doesn't it? Every time you have Mother's Day or Father's Day, you got to meet to talk about core values. I mean, doesn't that spawn the core value conversation? Should sure. we have lemon meringue pie or apple pie? I don't know. Let's discuss core values <laughs> and see if we can figure that out. you got to discuss core values because that's what happens when you think of Mother's Day. What a stupid is this comment? Core values because of Father's Day or Mother's Day. All right, so the, the letter continues. In an effort to celebrate, here it comes, diversity, inclusivity, and also nurture our students who are part of a non-traditional family. Sounds like they want to have People's Day. We've decided to encourage those celebrations to be take place at home. And everyone, we're celebrating Bob and Fred and Lisa. We're celebrating all the people. Not no, just no. mothers, because that's not inclusive. No, there's no celebration. The stupidity. There's no. St- oh, so everybody just stays home. That's right. Well, no, they they say go have your Mother's Day at home. We're not going to allow for it here in grade one and two. It's first and second grade, and this elementary school is concerned about inclusivity and diversity. Ladies and gentlemen, it's over. It this is. One- I mean, when this actually takes root and leftism. And this stupidness is actually passed along as normality. You might as well pack it in. The first and second graders are going to view these these uh, school administrators as evil cartoon characters. They will, because they, you know they, what? The first are. and second graders are going to go. What is wrong with the adults? Right. I mean, is do, this, this the is kids like, get it. The adults don't. This is like. I thought you get smarter. A joke when you get they're older. playing on us. They're right. playing a practical joke. Right. Exactly. Oh, seriously, we're not going to be able to. Have a Mother's Day card here at school for our mom when we, we go home? make one in the classroom? No, you cannot do that. How insane has this place become? The letter claims the move is to cancel the two holidays after evaluating their core values is a joke. The superintendent for the Mission Public School District, Angst Williamson, or Wilson, said the reason for the cancellation wasn't political, but because of drama. No, you know, you're creating exactly. drama. You've created the drama. Person named Angst. You're creating <laughs> drama. Exactly. Isn't Angst uh, drama the, in itself? I it's, mean, drama is their middle name. That's incredible. What a baby! What a beautiful baby! Yeah, get the baby out of here. Yeah. This is this is where you needed Trump's lines. The stupidity. Because this is. This is now passed for logic. The people, it's political. The, the, the adults who are running the school are supposed to be conceived and viewed as sensitive. They're viewed stupid. 
This is ridiculous. It is is stupid, and it is political. Completely. Political drama. All right, your phone call's next. 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW. Like Batman and Robin, your conservative dynamic duo. Just no costumes and utility belts normally. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. Don't be so concerned about schools canceling Mother's Day. This is the new trend. It's also idiotic, completely ridiculous. Well, and sure if I is. were a parent, I would be up at that school so fast raising cane. Oh, sure. sure You're we molding my child, and I don't want you molding my child well, this way. All he has to do is just yank him out of there. And I think parents ought to seriously consider the impact of the public education system upon their kids. We say this a lot. We talk about this, but it's true. Um, this is a school in Canada, by the way, that's canceled on Mother's Day, but it's all liberalism. It's creeping in everywhere. And this is yeah. not brought to you by the conservative viewpoint. Parents that, need to sit down with their child when, you know, every day when they come home from school, exactly. you need to have a, Deep you know, <laughs> have a short conversation, two, three minutes, right. just find out what their day was like and what they learned and anything that stood out that they might have a question about. Well, the problem is they send their kid in a room with uh, the cell phone and the Xbox. They don't hear from them all night. That's what I'm saying. You need to sit down with right. your kid, talk to your kid. Well, don't be don't be shocked that's happening. I mean, there is more chaos. For example, Oregon is on track to be the first state with no gender on its license. I have a friend that's got four kids. She sits down with those kids every single day, goes over everything they learned at school, talks about Good. everything that's that transpired awesome. at the Absolutely school, should. And, and straightens out anything that needs to be corrected. And there's a right lot of it. And right there. I mean, look at this. The Portland school and high school, students want to get rid of the police officers in their schools. Uh, that's ridiculous, too. Portland... They say the Portland Student Action Network of Lincoln, Jefferson, and Cleveland High School are calling on the school board to remove 12 school resource officers, claiming they create a hostile environment and make them feel afraid. That is, you know, who are these people on this student student and board committee, whatever, these students? That's like, you know, the criminals saying, I don't want any guards in the banks anymore. They make me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> That's so you true. Know, that's so true. They, they're standing there. They might. <laughs> it's kind of the same thing, probably, who's with afraid, some of these students. Who's afraid of the resource officer? Who's afraid they can't of the be afraid of a reason. You can't be afraid of a police officer. He's not going to walk and, around beating you with a billy stick. And by the way, Unless if you're you afraid gun, of maybe, them, I don't know. maybe there's something going on. Yeah, you've got something going on. If you're afraid of them, then you're probably afraid of being caught by them. And the other thing is, who says you even get a say in this? If I had a high school student come to me and say anything about that, I'd say, Look, your job's one thing. Get in that classroom and learn. Right. Don't you worry about the police officers. If the police officers harass you in any way, which would probably be complete bunk. But if they do, let us know. Go to the office and report. Get his name, badge number, whatever, and go to the office and report him. The fact that these students are allowed to even say these things in any kind of petition says a lot about the parents. If I found out my kids signed on to something like this, let me tell you something. They would uh, they would rue the day. They would absolutely yeah. say, holy cow, I didn't mean that, Dad. Oh, I'd come down on them like crazy. I'd take them right over to the police officer and introduce them. This police officer walks by them in the hall and they start them and says, catch you later. Then That's a can, joke. It's a joke. That's a joke. They catch you later. That's a joke. Portland student Unless group. you're a criminal and he knows it. So don't be surprised when Mother's Day is kicked out of school. Don't be surprised when leftists have taken over the education system because look what's happening. This isn't the only one. A middle school student was suspended from school for liking 
a picture of a gun on Instagram. Liking that, that, the that picture. That is ridiculous. Here's the catch. The gun was an airsoft gun. Your phone calls next. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW. If political talk radio makes you sick, throw up with the Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. Every time I hear that, I purge it from the system here. Purge what? Throw that, up with the Lee Brothers. Throw up with the Lee Brothers. That's an old one. We've had that one around a whole long time here in the capital, the Commonwealth of Virginia, it's home still, of Jefferson, Madison, and Henry. It's still true today. Hey, have you checked out our page yet? 820theanswer.com. 820theanswer.com. Click on the uh, Lee Brothers photograph there or the uh, caricature. Caricature. You just like saying that word. No, it's, I, actually, I just learned it a couple weeks ago. I like saying it. It's a and, cartoon uh, image. It takes you to uh, a couple of great videos. One is this uh, feelings matter more than facts. It's the world of liberalism, which is exactly what we're talking about with schools. This middle school student who was suspended from school for liking this picture on Instagram. You realize what happened to the kid? It's Edward Middle School, and it is um, he can't he he. It's in Trenton, Ohio. Was suspended for ten days after liking a photo of a gun on Instagram. The notice came to um, to Zachary Bowen's parents, explained why their son is being suspended. Quote, the reason for the intended suspension is as follows. Liking a post on social media that indicated potential school violence. The, the, the picture of a gun does not indicate potential school violence. Did he write something on there like, wow, these guns sure would be cool at school. I mean, he didn't write anything <laughs> no, like that. He, he just liked nothing. the picture. And the, uh, they're airsoft and they're guns. They're airsoft right? guns, not even real. And then he said, quote, the kid said, I liked it. Scrolling down Instagram at night about 7, 8 o'clock, I liked it. The next morning they called me down to the office, patted me down, and checked me for weapons. Do you know how crazy I could go if that was my son? Oh, I, would, I, I, would I would go. There would mind. be, the news would be there. I promise you. The press would be there. They'd because, have to change it to say potentially simulated violence at school. Because <laughs> an airsoft gun then it shoots a little orange plastic ball. Right. Not even very far. No, it's not very far. And here's the uh, the the parent said, I was livid. I mean, I'm sitting here thinking, you just suspended it for 10 days for liking a picture of a gun on social media, the father said. More on this uh, dead ahead. And your phone calls, 454 454- uh, 1366 454 1366 we're Great. all about school safety but some people are overreacting this isn't even about that this has nothing no, not. to it's do not. with that That's, this is right. bureaucratic liberal once again who's the cause of this was it the left or the right is it liberalism or conservatives that brings you this insanity it's liberalism can you say puke 820theanswer.com 820 wntw lee brothers 530 in the capital of the commonwealth puke puke, puke. You may try all you want, but it's too hard to argue with common sense. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. Maybe, perhaps. It's for real, real. It's right, it's real, it's real as rain. 820 WNTW, my name is Scott Lee. His co-host, friend and brother, sitting to his left, sometimes as far left as me. Richard, Richard Lee. Lee. That's pretty good. Thank you. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. I, I like that. It came out quick right. and smooth and... <laughs> it was articulate. It's right on the money. Are we on the air? Oh my gosh. Four five four thirteen sixty six. That's pretty good too. Four five four thirteen sixty six. Did I tell you that yet? Four five four thirteen sixty six. Did he mention four five four thirteen sixty six? If there's anyone out there who's brave enough to call us. All right, so this kid 
that, that didn't even bring a gun, doesn't even have the gun. The just fact liked that he it. liked a picture, liked of, a picture a of a gun on Instagram. Ten days out of school because he liked a picture of a, wait for it, toy gun. Toy, so, toy gun. Not even a real gun, a toy gun. The, the father said he never shared it. He never commented. He never made a threatening post. Anything on the site, just simply liked it. The school turned out dropped the suspension, but sent an email to parents recounting the situation. Listen to the email. Yesterday evening, school officials were made aware of an alleged threat of a student bringing a gun to school. That's not a threat. Unbelievable. Would that you not go not crazy? A, that is not a threat. I would sue them. I would have an attorney on their butt the next morning. We act. Here's what it said. It continued. We act on any potential threat to student safety swiftly and with utmost importance. This morning, the alleged threat was addressed, and we can assure you that all students at Edwards Middle School are safe and school will continue as normal. Thank you. That I would. I, so I'll tell you what. That is unbelievable. I'm not in favor of suing everybody for everything, but I would file a suit because there's not a student in that school that doesn't know which kid supposedly did that. Did nothing. And he did nothing. He did absolutely nothing, and they're stating it as fact that he did. This is is what happens. Unbelievable. Well, this this isn't just in Ohio. This, no, is, this is everywhere. This is every stupid, public school because things. of public schools. And public schools are run mainly by bureaucrats. I wish yeah. they were. Wish they were Some of the people that run the leftists. schools are not the brightest bulbs in the land. Well, look, listen to this. New York school, uh, North Carolina school, confiscates a yearbook. Why? Because inside they saw a senior's quote that read, build the wall. Now, you could have taken that book and, and written anything you could have written some horrible profanity all through that book. Good they point. wouldn't have had a problem with it. Wouldn't agree. They would have said, "Oh, that's just how kids." That talk child's today. expressing himself. Yeah, with right. F bomb. Right. S bomb. Build the wall and this- take the book. That's going to be offensive. <laughs> that could be offensive to other students. <laughs> so true. The uh, the slogan was criticized on social media by some students and others who called it racist and hurtful to classmates, some of whom are minorities. Now, are they are they legal minorities? Right. I mean, what? it's like it should be hurtful unless someone's filled their head with a mountain of dinosaur dung. It should not be hurtful to anyone. How is building a wall? Unless they're on planning our, on their uncle and cousins coming through, right. and, then this and is, the wall might slow them down a bit. I mean, they shouldn't be upset with that's that. That's a legitimate question. And the bottom law, line is it's against the law. To just walk into the United States and, you know, take up living here. That's why the wall itself cannot be racist. The wall doesn't stand there and say white people are better than Mexicans. Right. It doesn't say that. It doesn't have a door for the whites. It doesn't. Exactly. The wall is not racist. You complete, out of control, leftist, linguine spine, mental midgets that apparently go to this school in Rockingham, North Carolina. The wall cannot be racist. It's a wall. It's an inanimate object. It doesn't think. It doesn't even speak. You know, and I dare say <clears throat> this is a high school student that will come out and say that. I mean, the reason they probably take the book is because his liberal teachers failed to indoctrinate him. Right. A- a- and he came out and said, build the wall because he wasn't pulled to the dark side, over the fence to the dark side. Of the Some forest. students and others have called it racist. Others hurtful to classmates. 
It's I just a wall on the board. It doesn't hurt anyone either. It's an inhabit unless you run into it, it can't hurt you. Exactly. Two students probably complained. So they decided to make it a feed and frenzy and take the guy's yearbook. And you know what? He should too get an attorney to tell them, give him his book back right now. You have no right any that's his property. He paid for it. Well, it's his well, hang property. On a second. It wasn't just his book. They recalled them all because it was in the original document that was printed. So they recalled them all because oh, really? the senior quotes were considered controversial. All the books at Rockingham, North Carolina, and a local school district there were confiscated because of this. I'm supposed they're going to go through reprinting to get rid of the, the quotes that says build the wall. That school system must have plenty of money because it costs a lot of money to have those books printed. That is that the, is oh, that is idiotic. The school that district is. spokesman of course, this says spokeswoman, but it doesn't. That's not a word. Spokesman is Ashley Michelle Thumberland said. School district officials found several quotes that are inappropriate. Build a wall was just one of them. Who edited this book before it went to print? I wonder. And I wonder what the other oh, ones nobody, are. Probably. You know, the other ones are probably go Trump or make America great again or something along those lines. They'll probably edit those out too because those might be found offensive. Is there something inherently the teaching staff? Is there something going on in our education system? What if you really have to ask that question? Why is it that we we have held a position that said men are men, women are women? We've held a position that you're supposed to go into the certain restrooms according to what your real gender is. We held the position that when someone got married, it was one man and one woman. We've held the position that government is to be limited in scope based upon the founder's idea. We've had these positions for over 200 years. The left has moved so far left that they look back at us who have never moved, who stood in the same position for over 200 years and they call us right-wingers. That, is, to me, seems insane. We have never moved. They, they're moving daily. We are mainstream. The thought that kids who go to school and say build a wall in a, in a yearbook is not controversial is not right-wing. It's mainstream. It's not racist. It's not racist either. But the suggestion that some kid can't go into a restroom that doesn't coordinate to his gender isn't wrong is insane i mean this is what has happened to our country to where we just holding a simple position to raise our kids to be more productive in the fear of god to be good christian character is somehow now an extremist position when you can't decide which bathroom to go to is now a normal position uh, the conservative movement has never moved yet today in 2017 we're told the lee brothers are too radical we're too right-wing, we're too conservative, when the fact is we've been right here the whole time. It, that's why it's disheartening to so many of Americans. Because we have been doing this since for 250 years, been raising our kids, doing the same thing, understanding that hard work paid off, and all of a sudden we're made to look extreme? How did this happen in our country? How is it that our kids go to school and are told if they like a picture of a gun that they should be spent it for 10 days? How is it that Mother's Day is viewed as, in, as, as not including diversity or inclusive? That, where, that's where, insane. How has this happened right in front of that, us? That is insane. But worse than all that, we are labeled as the right-wingers, as extremers, when the fact is we never moved. 
Maybe the left ought to reevaluate this. Maybe the left ought to look in the mirror and go, you know what? Holy crap, what just happened? You guys are so, they're so left that maybe those conservatives aren't so right wing. Maybe they're mainstream. Rob in Mechanicsville, you're on 820 WNTW with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the show. Thank you, guys. How are you all this afternoon? Good. How are you? <laughs> right wing. I still wonder, when did I climb out on that right wing? Right. I, you know, uh, we've all sat here where we sat for 40 years or more and just watched as things have gone by. And, you know, the, these other people come up with all these absurd uh, concoctions that are going to make this country better. And, and you when, never moved. You never moved, and you're crazy. They're calling you crazy, Rob. That's what's interesting I, about it. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me just get this straight. Men have been using men's restrooms. Women's been women forever, and I'm the crazy guy? That's insane. I, you know, I, it just, it's just, it's insanity is what it is. It's, it's total, uh, you know, I sit here and look at this, and I go, how did we get here? And I think I know, one way we got here, I remember back in the early 70s when I graduated high school and I went to work, and... I was working for a food distributor, and all of the guys who were working there were in their mid-50s, and my supervisors were in their mid-50s, and these guys became my mentors. You know, first real job I'd had out of high school, you know, and I soon learned that every one of these guys was a veteran of World War II. Many of them had been through the Battle of the Bulge, Many of them had seen D-Day. Many of them were paratroopers that jumped in to occupy France, watched their buddies get blown up, beat the living crap out of the socialist Nazis, There's came back here, started That's a great life. That's you know, and You're right, Rob. They're That's gone. The they're, they're gone. Those guys are gone. Truly great Americans. And and, and, and it is. Were. And, and Rob, great point. Thanks so much for the call because you're exactly right. That is the difference. The difference today is we're dealing with people who don't know what sacrifice is like, don't know what hard work is. And the World War II generation, the greatest generation, they gave us this country. And quite frankly, the left has taken it. Great call, Rob. You great are call. A truly great American. 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW. Ten minutes. That's it. Ten minutes and a black Sharpie budget crisis solved. The Lee Brothers, problem solvers on 820 WNTW. You know, we really could do that with the budget. We really could. But that little bump in says, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Boxes, yeah. Sharpies. Yeah, no question about it. Budget Absolutely. crisis solved. We, we really could. No, Well, of course. And do any, that. you know what? Here's the thing it's not just because we're the Lee brothers, but anybody with common sense who balances a budget at home could do it so much better. But all of a sudden you become a politician and you go to this and you're like, oh, come on. We got to spend this money or we'll upset this company or these people or that, right, that person. Exactly. Or... So the tolerant among us are at it again. Fordham University in New York has rejected a proposal to open a Chick fil A. Now, why do you think they rejected the Chick-fil-A? Because they're foolish? Um, because they don't know what good chicken is? Uh, they don't. Because uh, This is an honest, good, Christian-run company. They, they have a phenomenal And they've product. got a problem with that. 
They don't have a problem with the product. No, they don't. They have a problem with somebody they've never met that serves an amazing chicken sandwich in a very timely manner in a very nice way. It says, my pleasure at the end. They can't handle that. Well, they say they can't. They don't open on Sunday. Trouble. First first problem. And? It's a weird organization that values their family going to church on a Sunday. Who who does that anymore? They made a statement. Ridiculous. A long time ago that said they believe marriage is between a man and a woman. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. How could their chicken be tasty and and wonderful to eat? I know. Well, there's a comment like that. (laughs) Their chicken must be disgusting. (laughs) Lemonade must be sour. Fordham University's rejected the proposal because of queer statements made by students who complained. The United Student Government Residence Hall Association and the Rainbow Alliance got together and said, not so much. Once Fordham University said, okay, we reject them, they came out and said, this is something I don't want to congratulate Fordham for. Like, oh, my God, I'm so glad to see this. You're such a good person. I don't want to pat them on the back, you can say. Why? You won. Your Chick-fil-A is not coming to your university. You won. It's your loss. That's like winning the prize, and it's, it's a bag of rotten meters. I mean, it's just stupid. It, you stupid, know what? Here's stupid, the thing. Stupid. If this was Starbucks, who's a massive, out-of-control, liberal, uh, hate-filled, whatever group, and conservatives got them kicked off a campus or not allowed on, could you imagine the press? It would be worldwide. It would be it'd be a disaster of, of, of major proportions. I'm going to say biblical proportions, but they don't believe that. Um, yeah, this is only one-sided. I guarantee you, that most of the students at Fordham University love Chick-fil-A. They would go there to eat if it was there, but they're probably shamed into silence. And the majority of people, if Chick-fil-A was on campus, it'd probably be the crowdest restaurant there. Uh, I'm sure it would. I'm sure it would because, because it is everywhere. Because it is everywhere. And I forgot that it's, uh, you know, I don't really look into the politics when I go in there. I just eat there because they are great service, great food, they're and timely friendly, matter. polite, they care. They give, just, you, they give you your order in a timely fashion, and it's always good. I've never the left is never such, got bad food from Chick-fil-A. The ever. left is such fascists. They're such bullies. Leave Chick-fil-A alone. I'm sick of the Chick-fil-A stories. If you don't like it, don't go there. But you're the only ones, liberals are the only ones who say, if I don't like it, you can't like it. Conservatives the other way. If you don't like it, fine. Or I don't like it, fine. I won't go there. But you got to be the bully. 454-1366, Lee Brothers 820, WNTW. Their solutions are so powerful that we should consider allowing a co-presidency. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. And that's a wrap. But it ain't no Chick-fil-A wrap because there won't be one on that college campus. <laughs> no, there won't. But those poor liberals, fine. You know what? Leave Chick-fil-A for us. More chicken for us. Exactly. No, I, I do love you know their I, chicken. I so. would love Chick-fil-A to put a sign up, no liberals, and all their all of their doors. You think they'd be not crowded? They'd be they, busier. They'd be busier. They'd be busier. It'd be, it'd be phenomenal. When they brought out this big stink before, their business went through the roof. Exactly. And it was already through the roof. It just went higher. Members of Hopewell Sheriff's Office are now driving around with an In God We Trust decal on the back of their cars. How nice is that? That is phenomenal. I just told you. It's showing up on police cars all over the place. Don't tell the liberals because they blow their top with this stuff. Even though they spend the money that says in God we trust on the money too. But that's a and all the other in God we trust. Could you imagine growing the liberals growing up with Jefferson and Madison and all those guys talking about the ideals of our founders and where rights come from and God and nature's God and They would have been better people had they they would have exactly. They wouldn't, have, they wouldn't have gone down this dark road. All right, check us out, 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. Four great videos there. The Brat Rally, 
the toughest job in the world for Mother's and Mother's Day, and an anti-Trump supporter freaks out, and feelings matter more than facts. H1theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Thanks for joining us. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. And remember, this is Mother's Day weekend. Take care of your mama. See you next Friday right here on 820 WNTW. My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer. And we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so, bye. God bless you. And God bless the United States of